This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Subscribe to the Astros podcast. Joined by Justin Verlander getting the ball on opening day. Steve Sparks here, and I'm with Lance McCuller. Tons of interviews. Robert Ford joined by Michael Brantley. Alex Bregman. Carlos Correa returning to the lineup today. Highlights. That is line in the right field, and that's going to get down for a base hit. High and deep, and it's gone. A grand slam. Follow your favorite team. Subscribe to the Astros podcast. We definitely love playing in front of our fans in Minute Park. <laughs> For the H. They never said it would be easy. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Greetings from Fit Team Ballpark of the Palm Beaches in West Palm Beach, Florida, where today the Houston Astros play the Miami Marlins in Grapefruit League action. Astros picked up an 11-1 win over the Detroit Tigers and Lakeland yesterday. Home runs from Garrett Stubbs, Miles Straw, Corey Jokes a grand slam. Jake Adams had a three-run homer as Brian Abreu struck out four over two scoreless innings. Astros 1-1 one one this spring. The Marlins are 3-0 in Grapefruit League play. Taking a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. It'll be Brandon Belak on the mound for the Astros. And in the first few days of camp, we've gotten a chance to see some of these younger pitchers uh, get starts in games. And Belak is the latest one. Yeah, and everybody's pitched well so far. So, I mean, you got to follow suit or you start following behind as a prospect. And the Astros really like Brandon Belak. Didn't have a great season in the minor leagues last year, but he impressed early in spring training last year. So you know what's in there. And, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if anybody realized whether or not he was hurt or injured or, or, or what was the case during the course of last year. But from what they've seen early on this spring training is the guy they saw last year in spring training. Meanwhile, it'll be Jose Urania on the mound for the Marlins, their opening day starter each of the last two years. Struggled a little bit last year, but should be a good test, especially for some of these younger Astros hitters. Well, he's the type of pitcher they need to eat innings, and he wasn't able to do that last year. He spent some time on the disabled list, only garnered 84 and two-thirds innings. So they need him to, to eat up some innings, stretch things out so they won't kill their bullpen the first two months of the season. Case of the game are presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, Aledmi's Diaz getting the start at second base today, and he's a guy who last year was really his first time as a utility infielder, had been primarily a shortstop before last year, but uh, this is something we'll see in spring training. Diaz move around, play some of the positions he'll play during the year. Right, and while we're on the topic of health, uh, Aledmi's Diaz spent a pretty good portion of of the year last year when he was injured. So uh, to be able to keep him healthy as possible where he can move around the ball ball field like a Marwin Gonzalez did a few years ago uh, and spell people and contribute. I mean, he's a real weapon at the plate. Uh, he's got some power. Uh, Aledmiz Diaz is an excellent utility player. Astros getting set to take on the Miami Marlins. Up next, we'll hear from Astros outfielder Kyle Tucker. But now this from your local station. Minute Maid Park. Fans loving it. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, 
Well, they're getting to their feet now. Lock in the best seats with exclusive benefits with 2020 season tickets. This one's hammered to left field. That is a no doubt about it home run. That's hit well and deep to left field. Looking up. See you later. Visit Astros.com slash season tickets, and we'll see you at Minute Maid Park. All right, sitting here with Kyle Tucker before the game with the Miami Marlins today. And Kyle, how's it going so far? We've got a different coaching staff. Uh, we've got a lot of new people around here right now. How's it going for you? Uh, it's going pretty well. Um, you know, we started games up a couple days ago, so, you know, they're going, they're going good. You know, getting back in the swing of things, so having a pretty good time. How much of a routine guy are you? Do you like the routine? Uh, yeah, I kind of do my own thing, and, you know, everyone has their own thing, so they kind of, you know, you learn as you go, but you kind of you know pick up a routine, just make sure you're ready for the game. So, when you get in a routine during the course of a season, there's so many night games, and when there's a day game, I hated day games. Mm-hmm. I still kind of hate day games, but uh, does it throw you off at all? Um, I mean, I personally prefer night games. Yeah, but you know, does your body feel better? Yeah, just I mean, you get to sleep in, and just mm-hmm. kind of wake up and casually like go about your day, and then go to the go to the field and get ready but you know the quick turnaround like we had a night game the first day and mm-hmm. second game second day day game that's Wake a quick up. turnaround so it's a little tough but you know spring training um it's always fun you you don't care if you're tired or anything because you're, you're back playing baseball and you're back playing with these guys and seeing them so it's always fun being here talking with kyle tucker kyle uh right when i got here just a few days ago before the game started went to the backfields usually i can recognize who's who's in the box and who's on the mound just by their mannerisms you're in the box you're facing joe smith on the backfields in, in some live batting practice i didn't recognize you you put on some you put on some muscle uh this offseason what'd you do i just started working out earlier uh and i pretty much right as soon as i got back um the following week um just started back up working out and trying to get ready for this year um you know, this whole offseason, I couldn't stop thinking about this upcoming year. And, mm. you know, I was just trying to get ready and be prepared and just be ready to go. Whenever your body changes, uh, you're in better shape, you're a little stronger. What's that do for you mentally? Is it, does it help your confidence? Um, yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, in better shape, it kind of helps you out because you feel like you're more ready for, you know, the season and what, mm-hmm. what's going to happen. So. Um, you know, I feel good right now. I feel like all, the, all these guys are ready to go. So, you know, we'll continue getting ramped up for the season and be ready for that. With the extra strength, and you're trying to de- deflect how strong you look right now, with the extra strength, do you notice that you can wait back a little bit longer? you notice the ball jumping off your bat a little bit better? I mean, it, it definitely doesn't hurt being a little stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the ball might carry a little bit more. Um, you know, might be able to run better or throw better. But, yeah. you know, if... If you're in good shape and you feel good, good enough to go out there and perform at, at your best, uh, that's all you can really go for. I think I think it's fair to say naturally you're kind of long and lanky. Uh, is it hard for you to keep on weight during the course of a season? Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's body type's different. So, mm-hmm. you know, some guys put on weight, some guys lose weight, some right. guys stay the same pretty I much. I put on weight, Kyle. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, I, I try and keep it on as, as much as possible, but, you know, it's – long long season you know some days you don't want to you know do a whole lot and you know your body starts to wear down a little bit but you know i try and just stay pretty much the same way as best i can all right last thing uh your brother i mean he was one of our favorites preston tucker uh former astro 
Uh, I know last year he went to Korea. Mm-hmm. What's he going to do this season? He, he's going back. He's playing for the same team over there. So um, He enjoyed the experience? Yeah. Yeah, he played the second half over there. And then their uh, spring training's in Fort Myers. So uh, he's, yeah, he's not too far away right now. But, yeah, he'll uh, whenever they're done there, they go over to South Korea and play play there for a couple of weeks before the season starts to you know, get acclimated to the time sh- time change and everything. And he's so. still holding out for uh, Taylor Swift, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. But no, nah, he's got a girlfriend now, and you know they're 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 pretty good together. So good deal. Yeah, he's going back over there um, full season. See how it goes. I'm sure he'll do do well and have some fun. Well, it's going to be an exciting year for you, Kyle, personally and for the team. So uh, good luck. Stay healthy, man. Thank you. Dobbs lifts this one in the air pretty deep to right field. It sends back Maven still going back, looking up. See you later. Garrett Stubbs goes deep, and the Astros go up one to nothing. There you go. First home run of the spring for the Houston Astros. It's Garrett Stubbs, lefty. Here's the pitch to Jolks, and he pops one. Left field going back on it. Is Daz Cameron looks up, it's gone on an 0-2 pitch to Corey Jolks, and he hits a grand slam to left field, and the Astros lead it 8-1. Corey Jolks, whose house? It's the Cougs' house. <laughs> Pride and joy of University of Houston and Clearbrook High School in Friendswood. How about that? And welcome back to Publix Field, Joker Marchant Stadium in Lakeland, Florida. The Astros have taken an 8-1 lead over the Detroit Tigers. New pitcher will be Carson LaRue. He's a cowboy, Chandler Rome. Went to Oklahoma State University. Compared to LSU, that's like Harvard. <laughs> well, what Pitched about- in two spots last year, Round Rock and Corpus Christi. Well, we just had a U of H player hit a grand slam. So we got we got to stick yeah. U of H in here, too. U of H, Oklahoma State, LSU. There we go. I don't, know if, I don't know if I'd rank them that way. How about that? Five runs after getting two quick outs. By the way, Chandler Rome, Houston Chronicle, beat writer for the Astros, will join us this inning. Thanks for coming in. Thanks. I'm really happy. I'm always happy to be here, but I'm especially happy to talk to you, Sparky. I'm really? glad, glad to see you're doing well and Thanks, glad to buddy. see glad to see how good you look here in spring. Thank you very much. Brian Abreu, did you hear him talk in the, the locker room? Yeah. He he was unbelievable. He was he was great. Super sharp today. He he said um, he's worked on his command, obviously all spring that's what he's wanted to focus on. He did kind of he did kind of acknowledge that facing Miguel Cabrera for him was like uh, the, the greatest thing ever. That's and, I assume, great. and I assume all these young Latin arms that they get to see guys like that, that, that has to make Those are their big day. moments. Oh yeah. my goodness. And of course he struck out Cabrera. Two two. Here it is. Swing and a foul tip into the glove of Richie, and that's a strikeout. Back-to-back strikeouts for Abreu to cap off a one-two-three first. We were texting during the at-bat. We thought it was a changeup. He actually used all sliders today. He said it was. He said every strikeout was on a slider, and that was a 90-mile-an-hour slider that wow. he got Miguel Cabrera on. Daz Cameron's the batter now. The count's one and one. Of course, Daz Cameron was involved in the Justin Verlander deal. He was an Astros farmhand. As Carson Larue delivers the one-one pitch to Daz. Breaking ball, misses inside. Now, one thing that I heard that Abreu was working on was making his stride shorter. Uh, did he talk anything about his mechanics? He, he didn't talk about his mechanics specifically. He talked about, you know, wanting to, wanting to be more around the strike zone. He, he talked about he wanted to go primarily fastball today. 
Okay. He wanted to work on his fastball. He wanted to make sure he could command that because, you know, Sparky, I mean, he's got two wipeout breaking pitches. He does. And it's all about, I mean, the fastball command is kind of the root of everything, though. You can't use the you can't use the breaking pitches if you're behind in counts right. all the time. Well, he's got three big-time weapons. 3-1 count, and it misses inside, so it's a leadoff walk to Daz Cameron, Carson LaRue. They're inauspicious beginning here. Did you uh, get a chance to talk to anyone else when you were down in the clubhouse? Yeah, we talked to all four, uh, well, three of the four starting infielders. We oh, good. Had, we didn't get to speak to Yuli Gurriel, but uh, Alex Bregman, Carlos Correa, and Jose Altuve all talked. All right, let's start with Altuve. He had a big RBI double in the third inning. Off speed, and it's ripped down the left field line. That's a fair ball into the corner. Straw trucking for third base. They're going to send him. And he's going to make it easily as the throw comes in. Altuve with an RBI double. The Astros lead two to nothing. He said he said he actually felt better than he thought he would today. Okay, um, meaning so just just he said he hit a ball hard. He said he kind of just felt good all around. Which uh, I think when you all, kind of covering Altuve now for two and three years, he always kind of expects the worst. Sometimes he's he's never a guy that's kind of really up on himself and and thinks he's going to go out there and play well. He always Is that just humility, or do you I, think that's true? I think it's a little bit of both. He's a humble guy just kind of by nature, but um, he's always the guy that when he hits a home run or when he does something big, he never wants to take the credit. He always gotcha. kind of... He's always kind of de- self-deprecating a little bit, if right. you will. But So I kind of took it as that, but... Uh, um, you know, he, he's, he had the drop at the at second base on the double play. He wasn't happy about that. Uh-huh. But other than that, he said, you know, felt better than he thought he would today. Yeah, Altuve is one of those guys. I think he comes to the ballpark every day. Not sure if he's ever going to get another hit. And inevitably he does. Yes, quite a few. So that's good to hear from Altuve that he, that he felt better than, than he thought he would. Well, ball and one strike to John Nunez. Runner on first, nobody out. The pitch popped up. Shallow center field coming in slightly, Ross Adolph. He'll camp underneath, shuffle to his right a couple steps. He's got it, and there's one out. Did any of the uh, uh, starting infielders that you talked to, you said you talked to three of the four, did uh, any of them have anything to say about the reception they received here in Lakeland? So Carlos Correa, that was the first question Carlos Correa was asked, and he Mm -hmm. responded with what reaction? Uh, that he did not hear anything. Uh, <laughs> Alex Bregman said he had no thoughts on it, and Jose Altuve kind of reiterated that when they, this game's hard enough and they have to focus on the game and things that are going on and they can't get distracted by well, that. Well, they're going to have to get used to it, right? Right, right. And, the, and this is, if, if this is the tactic they're going to take all season to these questions of the reception, whether it be kind of no commenting or kind of just saying what reaction, I think that's a good way to go. I agree with you. Um, you know, it's going to happen, no matter what they say or how they present themselves. To just make it a non-issue. Scenes like today are going to happen. And it was a, I thought, I mean, I don't know what you guys expected coming in today. It was a little bit, maybe a little bit worse than I expected. But Me too. Kinda, yeah. Kind of on par, on, on par with what I assumed. Um, but yeah, It was a little bit more vocal than I even expected. It's a 1-0 count here, one out. Cameron on first base. Astros up 8-1. to one. We're talking with Chandler Rome of the Houston Chronicle. That pitch is fouled off to the left side. It's one and one. Um, Correa, so he, that's the tactic he took. And Bregman, same thing? Bregman just sort of said, I have no thoughts on that. Um, okay. Just, just kind of just straight no comment at everything. Jose Altuve was asked specifically, you know, did you hear specific things? Because I think when Altuve was at the plate, that was when most of, like, the real specific stuff was yelled. Mm-hmm. And Altuve said, I just hear noise. So he, he, he claims he didn't hear any of the specific kind of 
individualized insults, if you will. So, um, again, if, if this is the tactic they're going to take, maybe they got together and this is how they're going to address it all year. Um, we haven't heard from some of the other guys that will play here soon, but um, I, I think this is a good way to go for them. Yep. Kind of don't make it any more than it is. And Okay, Chandler, this is Lakeland, Florida, right? Right. And you would imagine quite a few of these fans are from Detroit. Pitch misses. Nope, that's a strike. It's two balls and two strikes. Where do you think the Astros were here the worst of it outside of New York? The division. The division, I'd yeah. Pro- I'd probably say Oakland. I'd probably definitely say Arlington. Um, Anaheim, because L.A. is so close, you may have some Dodger fans that, that, that don't enjoy their presence. Mm-hmm. And Seattle, I'm I, kind of a toss-up. I'm not really sure Seattle cares. Two balls with two strikes, and it gets through the right side of the infield. Adams diving to his right, sneaks by. And it's a single to right field for Castro over to third base to Az Cameron. Puts runners on first and third with one out. You know, it's something interesting you mentioned about, you know, Altuve and did he hear the individual comments because I think that part of it, hearing individual comments, probably tougher in spring training because the stadiums and the venues are smaller and there are fewer people, so it's a lot easier to hear whether you want to or not individual things people say but yeah during the season i think it's probably going to be like altuve say you just hear noise when you know it's twenty thousand people thirty thousand people it's a little different right and i mean i'm sure you guys heard the same things i heard today jose altuve had the most individualized kind of customized um insults if you will and i mean those those can be tough on anybody i know these guys are millionaires i know these guys kind of they hear heckling everywhere they go but i mean they're all they're human beings let me interject something so i played for 10 years in the minor leagues and I will say this, you heard fans more in the minor leagues because there was less fans right. than you did in the major leagues because of the crowd noise felt more like a roar in the major league stadiums. But in the minors, you could always hear that one guy that felt like it was piercing. And obviously, these are minor league stadiums for the most part here in spring training. I think they'll hear quite a bit. Yeah, and, and even when we get to the regular season, there'll be that guy near the dugout in one city yeah. that just doesn't leave them alone and things like that. And they're yeah. just going to have to they're going to have to do their best to tune it out because it's going to follow them everywhere they go. Carson LaRue on the mound for the Astros. It's an 0-2 count to Travis DeMeritt batting from the right side with runners on first and third. There's one out. Love to see a ground ball to shortstop here. Get a double play for Carson LaRue. Stands tall, comes set. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball, tip foul. DeMeritt stays alive. Barely. Good pitch by LaRue. So did you uh, get anything else from Altuve, Bregman, or Correa down there? Uh, Carlos Correa said he felt lighter today. Um, okay. he, he talked to us early in the spring. Has he lost weight? Yeah, a little bit. And That's so was, and so was Alex Bregman. Alex mm-hmm. Bregman came in a little lighter as well. Um, Carlos Correa talked to us earlier in the spring about how he did like blood tests this offseason to right. really specify his diet and really get his body, really understood his body a little better. So he said he felt a little lighter today. Oh, two pitch misses up and in. Have you lost weight? I have not. Oh, okay. Um, I can't gain or lose, which is, kind of, which is both, both, good, both good and You're bad. only 19. Give it, <laughs> give it time. Happy Fat Tuesday, by the way. I know you're from Louisiana. That's a big holiday there. Fat Tuesday is tomorrow. I am very, I'm very what sad is, to be missing out. Wait a second. What is Fat Tuesday? Fat Tuesday is Mardi Gras. It is the last day. Okay. It is the last day to party before Ash Wednesday. One, two is in there for strike three. Good breaking ball. Fell right in there. Froze to merit for the second out of the inning. Really nice breaking ball by Carson LaRue. Late breaker. So where do they get Fat Tuesday from, though? 
I don't know the history and the. I, I probably should. I'm I'm a, yeah. I'm a nice Catholic boy. I probably should know kind of the history <laughs> of all this. I just know that um, from this past Thursday and to through tomorrow is when you're supposed to go to New Orleans and not recall much of what happens there. Oh. And unfortunately, I mean, I'm fortunate to be here with you guys, but unfortunately, I was not in New Orleans um, from for, for Mardi Gras this year. But I'll take spring training as a uh, as an acceptable replacement. First pitch to Derek Hill misses in the dirt for ball one. It's a 1-0 count with two ass runners on first and third. Astros lead by seven. Astros with a grand slam by Corey Jolks from the University of Houston in the seventh inning to widen the gap here on the day before Fat Tuesday. Chandler Rome's favorite holiday. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Rue misses low. It's two balls. And no strikes. How long does Mardi Gras last? So technically, Mardi Gras started like two weeks ago. It's like a really. It's, it's a it's like a month long celebration. So they already had it in Galveston, right? Right, and it's in Mobile a couple days too. But in New Orleans, they really condense it down to this week. This week is the big Mardi Gras week, and it just kind of culminates with Fat with Fat Tuesday. And then it's 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 so funny. Midnight Fat Tuesday, the street cleaners come and the and the police go on Bourbon Street, and Mardi Gras is over. It, it ends at midnight. At midnight. Wow. At everything close. Like, Where do you think, go? Things don't close in New Orleans. Things close at midnight on Fat Tuesday because Mardi Gras is over and the Lenten season has begun. Oh. So that's when you be, begin depriving yourself. Sure. Fasting, sacrificing. What, what, are, like, what are you, what you going to give up for Lent this year? So when I was little, um, I gave Candy. up. Uh, no, I gave up peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because I was addicted to peanut butter and jelly really? sandwiches when I was little. 2-1 pitch is downstairs. It's 3-1 and one to Derek Hill. It's also, it's also how I stopped drinking soda. I gave up soda in high school. Is that right? I, I just don't drink soda anymore. Still? Uh, yeah, I mean, unless it's mixed with something maybe. But, but no, I don't drink, I don't drink sodas. Uh, what do you mix soda with? Uh, you know. I'll, I'll tell you later, Steve. 3-1 count to Hill. LaRue set the pitch. Swing and a miss at a high one. It's 3-2. Runner will take off from first base. So you're giving anything up for Lent this year, Chance? I try to give up some form of alcohol every, uh -huh. every year just because it, it makes me feel better. But, um, you know. Just some form, not all some, forms. Yeah, just right. give up the clear ones. The clear, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. One year it's give up the brown stuff. One year it's give up the clear stuff. <laughs> one year it's give up the, the, the bubbly stuff. You know, you never know. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Runner on first takes off. This pitch is lifted to right. It's going to be playable. Coming in on it is Corey Jolks. Camps underneath, makes the catch. Chandler Rome, thanks for catching up. Thanks for the input from uh, down in the clubhouse. All right, thanks, guys. Houston is the city we love. A city of heart, resolve, determination. A city we embody as we suit up and step on the field each day. We play for the H on our caps. For the legacy we will build together. We play for our city. Our home. For the H.